Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The Bucks game is over. And now it's time for the longest running Pro Hoops post game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing we trust one another. What happened? We trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just gonna have to be more disciplined. He's gonna have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day. You're not going to be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screamin' Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks. Losers in Atlanta, 136-135. Hawks, the final score in overtime of this basketball game. No Giannis, no Chris Middleton, no Malcolm Brogdon, no Eric Bledsoe, no Tony Snell, no Nikola Mirotic. The list goes on. The injuries for the Bucks piling up. Mike Budenholzer throwing out essentially a glorified G League lineup with the exception of Brooke Lopez on the court. They had about a million and one opportunities to win the game, but at the end of the day, you let your superstars rest. You lose one of the Hawks. It is what it is. Anthony Mandela in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. It is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show presented by Palermo's Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. The mayor, Mitch Ross, Evan, Mark, Heffelfinger in the house, 100% of the DJ Wilson. Evander Holyfinger. (laughs) Evander Holyfinger. The entirety of the fans' DJ Wilson fan club in the house with us this afternoon as we begin to dive into this 136-135 Bucks loss, their magic number, well, stays the same in the hands of the Toronto Raptors, essentially, who are off today, Toronto Raptors are. So the magic number remains at two for Eastern Conference home court advantage. Uh, question for you tonight, 414-799-1250, the number. If you didn't hear of some of these guys that were in the starting lineup for the Bucks today, I can't necessarily fault you. We obviously keep an eye on this team. Those of you, uh, the regular listener, the regular uh, caller in, know all these guys, but let's be honest. I don't think anyone expected in a season going the way that the Bucs season has that you expected to see 53 minutes of basketball from a guy like Tim Frazier, 41 minutes from Bonzi Colson. So a lot of fresh, relatively speaking, fresh faces getting serious minutes on the court. Who or what impressed you or surprised you the most, essentially? Kind of a late-season progress report on the bottom three guys with the Bucks bench who all got some serious playing time today. 414-799-1250. Again, Giannis Antetokounmpo out nursing that ankle, and you're playing the Hawks, and you came pretty close to beating them without basically half your lineup. Again, Giannis, Middleton, Bledsoe, all did not play Uh, In this basketball game, the injury list itself, quite lengthy in terms of those that did not play. That also includes Nikola Mirotic, Tony Snell, Malcolm Brogdon, who are out long-term, as we knew, coming into the day. Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, Giannis, basically game-day decisions. Um, But what or who or anybody, some of these guys have not played even close to this. I don't think Bonzi Colson has played 41 minutes in his NBA career. No. Not even close. Yeah, he played 41 minutes in the starting lineup tonight, so 414-799-1250. Your thoughts on some of these young guys, these newer guys to the rotation, what just what you thought of them. It's kind of an initial exposure in a sense. Um, in my opinion, I know Mitch doesn't necessarily agree. Tim Frazier, I know he played every minute of basketball on the court today in Atlanta. Every minute. But he did set the Bucks' season record for assists in a game with 15 20 points. He had a double-double, as did Bonzi Colson, 15 points, 16 rebounds. Everybody but Ursan Ilyasova of the eight guys that played 
in this game scored in double figures. I'm going to have to disagree with you, Anthony, when you said, oh, well, to this one. I just, you had so many chances to win this game, mm-hmm. and I'm not angry that the Bucks rested their starters tonight. 100% get it. You play a more important game tomorrow night right away. So I understand you've got the playoffs right around the corner at this point. Giannis is banged up. You know, everybody's banged up. We're just trying to get to the playoffs, but you had a million chances to win this game. And this was like that football game where, like, whoever has the ball last is going to win. Yeah. That's that's what happened. That's what happened here. And you left them 1.1 seconds, and that was too much time. It sure was. Unbelievable. Trey Trey Young draining it in with the .1 on the clock, and he's been phenomenal. And now the Cardinals just took the lead. Why are you why are you doing this to me? There is there is a Brewers Cardinals game going on at Miller Park today as well. You can tune in after we're done and after the uh, Brewers are done. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind Baseball Post Game Show with the franchise Tim Allen on the fan. So be sure to keep it locked for that coverage coming up later this afternoon as well. Trey Young though, dripping it in there with 0.1 seconds left in the overtime period, and that was all it took for the Hawks. Trey Young though, a serious Rookie of the Year candidate, if not favorite. Luka Doncic, of course, making headlines across the NBA, but the Bucks held Trey Young, who is supposed to, you know, supposedly the Hawks' go-to guy. He's a great scorer, 12 points for Trey Young, and two of those came with .1 seconds left yeah. in an overtime game. We've been talking a lot of numbers. Let's just go inside the box score right away. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Going inside the box score, the box score brought to you by the fine folks at ABC Audio Video. Again, the Bucks fall to the Hawks in overtime at the buzzer. 136-135. As I mentioned earlier, everyone not named Ursan Ilyasova of the eight guys that suited up for the Bucks today in double-figure scoring, led by Sterling Brown. 27 points for Sterling Brown, who earlier this week made his first start of the season. Sterling Brown, 10 of 22 from the field, 5 of 10 from deep, reeled in nine rebounds. He had a couple of assists, a couple of steals as well, and a block. Right behind him in that starting lineup as well. Tim Frazier gave you 20 and 15 points and assists, that is. The double-double in the starting lineup. Tim Frazier played all 53 minutes of basketball in this game. Load management, not a concern if you're Mike Budenholzer and you're Tim Frazier. Brooke Lopez, the only regular member of the Bucks starting lineup that actually played today. He had 19 points, 3 of 8 from deep, 6 rebounds for Splash Mountain. Bonzi Colson had a double-double as well. Never thought I'd say that sentence. 15 points, 16 boards for Bonzi Colson. Those 16 rebounds, a team high. 41 minutes, 5 of 18 from the field was Bonzi Colson. He also had a steal and a block for good measure. DJ Wilson rounding out the starting lineup. He had 12 points on 4 of 11 from the field. 7 rebounds, 5 assists in 34 minutes. Off the bench, George Hill leading the way. He had 18 points in 25 minutes. 2 of 7 from deep, 7 of 15 from the field. 6 rebounds. One assist, a block, no steals, and a turnover. Pat Connaughton seemed like he was involved in nearly every play in this basketball game, even though he played only 29 minutes. 17 points and 12 rebounds for Planet Pat. Also had a turnover, but no steals, no blocks, and assist. Ursan Ilyasova at the bottom of the scoring table. Seven points, eight rebounds for the aptly nicknamed Turkish Thunder, as I how does he only have seven points in this game? Uh, I don't know what to tell you. He played 22 minutes. That was the least of anybody that played for the Bucks today. Okay, so he was probably on a minutes restriction. Yeah, would he think. probably was. It's This game you could all but conclude, and we're going to hear from head coach Mike Budenholzer coming up later, pretty much everything about this game was rest everybody that you possibly can, and the guys that you're going to have to play, don't make them play too much. And they still nearly won the game, and essentially... Let's just go back to this box score here quick for the Bucks. DJ Wilson, Bonzi Colson, Sterling Brown. I guess that's it. Those guys have all, within the past 365 days, played a G League game for the Bucks. Tim Frazier, no, but 
he just joined the team. He did start 17 games, I believe it was, with the Pelicans this season after the Bucks released him out of training camp. So Tim Frazier, no, he's not a great player, but he's not necessarily a slouch. Um, so some of these guys, you know, able to contribute, you just don't expect them to contribute in the way that they did today. Again, 136-135 Hawks over the Bucks, the final score in Atlanta, and only eight guys in the rotation injured and out included Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, Malcolm Brogdon, Nikola Mirotic, Tony Snell, Pau Gasol, Dante DiVincenzo. Many of those guys we've known are out. Dante DiVincenzo, of course, shut down for the season. 414-799-1250 asking you. This was a very, very uncommon rotation to see with all those names out. Who surprised you? What impressed you? All of the above, none of the above. Really, just your thoughts on the game. It was an initial exposure to a handful of these guys. Let's go out to the phones. Ron in Whitefish Bay, you're on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. What's up, Ron? Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Um, I understand resting guys, but I think they rested them for the wrong game. Because uh, tomorrow you got Brooklyn, who's in, try, trying to get in the playoffs, and then you got Philadelphia, who's a pretty darn good team. And... Uh, uh, you don't have the home court clinched until you have it clinched. Uh, there's no reason to expect Toronto just to lay down and let you have it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the thing that got me upset more than the lineup was that stupid zone defense they played all game, which allowed a lot of open shots. I don't really understand that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that today's game was, uh, okay, you know, I understand wrestling guys, but I think wrestling the second game of the back-to-back, unless you're going to play all the starters tomorrow, then it makes a little bit more sense. But if you're not going to play them just to rest them, uh, then, then, you know, rest them in the game that's the more difficult game. You know, play them in the Atlanta game where Atlanta you know, doesn't have much to play for, and if you play Bledsoe and Middleton, you, you probably win this game easy. Well, you know. let me ask you this, Ron, then, because you said this isn't the game to rest them, but then you just said if they didn't rest these guys, they would have won, and you're upset that they lost. So when do you? So you're saying you rest them in Brooklyn? Yeah, that's what second I'm game saying, of the back to back. That's what you think. That's what I'm saying is you rest them in the second game. Well, what reason do you have to think if you rested these guys against a lowly Atlanta team that a relatively talented in the Eastern Conference Nets team that that would have worked out better? You'd probably go one and one either way. Right. But now you're not guaranteed to go one and one. And you almost won this two. game without anybody. Yeah, I know, but I, the, 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 their defense was, let's, let's just put it this way. That zone defense, I, I hope I never see it again the rest of the year. Okay. You know, they're a pretty good defensive team normally, but uh, <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a terrible defensive performance. you gotta keep, you got to be honest about that. Yeah, <laughs> can't necessarily say that I disagree, Ron. Thanks for the call. Um, I don't, I can't get down with that. This was the game to rest. It's a horrible Atlanta Hawks yeah, team, I mean, I, and you I nearly agree. beat them with nobody. This was the game to rest, guys. You rest You rest. If you guys were going to try to lock up Eastern Conference home court advantage, if that's something that you would like to accomplish as a team goal, of course it doesn't matter till you prove it in the postseason, but if as a team that's something you agree you want to accomplish and you got guys banged up and you need to rest, this is the game to rest. You saw it. It's in the box score. You nearly beat him. It took till .1 seconds left in overtime. Barely, not even to that, lose probably. to this team. You trotted out guys that have played more minutes in this game than in their NBA career, and you still almost beat the Atlanta Hawks, who do have some young talent. They're not a terrible team, and you did it with only Brooke Lopez of your starting players in the game today. Yeah, yeah. T- today was the day to rest, guys. It's an early start. You're playing tomorrow. Tomorrow, you might see Brooklyn in the first round. You very well Six could through nine are, were Brooklyn. separated by a game and a half going into yesterday, I know. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a whole lot more than that today. So it could be any one of those three teams that the Bucks see. And I think you, you want to give Brooklyn your best shot. I completely and actually, agree. Actually, I don't even think Giannis will play tomorrow. I don't even know if Giannis... I, I would like to see Middleton and Bledsoe back in there. But I'm not so sure you play Giannis tomorrow, even. Yeah, I don't necessarily know that you need him. The Nets are... More or well, less, it's, it's just it's more about getting him healthy. I'd rather see him play agree. play healthy. On what would it be then if he sits Sunday, Monday? That would be six days off before you take on Philly and the big one on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Get him ready for that one. There's a fine balance you have to find between keeping guys loose, ready to go in game action, and letting them heal up. Head coach Mike Budenholzer having to essentially figure out how to toe that line. We're gonna go inside the locker room here for maybe Giannis himself. We're going to hear from Coach Budenholzer, his thoughts on that. We're going to go get the injury report. 
Talk to our insider Matt Velasquez about it. That's all coming up in the program. Still to come after the Bucks lose 136-135 to the Hawks, Anthony Mandela. And for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, you're listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show on The Fan. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. Well, well. The Atlanta Hawks, they beat the Wisconsin Herd, excuse me, not the Wisconsin Herd, the Milwaukee Bucks, 136-135 in overtime in Atlanta this afternoon. Anthony Mandela in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Tomorrow night, me and Stevie are going to be on the Facebook Live post game. We are not going to be on the air tomorrow night, so be sure to have your smartphone, your laptop, whatever the hell else you can log into Facebook on, your, your tablet. The desktop at the public the, library. Yeah, the desktop at the public library. Wherever you can get internet access to Facebook, join us tomorrow night. We'll be doing what we can in terms of post-game coverage. Uh, should be a fun time. I haven't done a Facebook Live with uh, with Sparky before. So that should be a good time. Again, the final score, 136-135, Hawks over the Bucks. Going to put the eye on the enemy here in just a sec, but first I wanted to squeeze in Trell on the north side. He dialed 414-799-1250. Really just thoughts on the game tonight. Who impressed you? Who didn't? And now we've kind of got this other topic swirling around that this could have possibly somehow not been the game to rest, guys. You nearly beat them with nobody on the court. Uh, Trell, what are your thoughts on that? I think it, it didn't matter. Uh, I'm fine with him resting. I think what I seen today was a great coaching clinic that um, we were able to rest every pretty much uh, core important piece to the starting lineup on his team besides Lopez, and uh, we almost came out with a win. Really should have won that game. You know, the ball, the ball bounces the wrong way, and that's what happened. But uh, uh, Budenholzer knew they weren't going to be able to play the style of defense that they normally play because there was too many changing parts and too many people in there. So he tried to he tried to uh, mix wits with schemes and tried to put them in a position where they still could pull the game off. And that's what, that was by making it more of a shootout. And uh, – I just think that was great coaching. I mean, he can make those adjustments with uh, lesser talent. I just uh, just can't wait for the playoffs to get here to see what he can do with uh, his regular talent, really complimentary of players that he's usually uh, used to coaching. So uh, that's what I took out of there. I think the Bucks will win one of these next two games on the road, and then um, they'll win two, if not all three games at home, uh, closing out. Um, not worried about them keeping that. That's going to be the uh, decided factor, I think, when the MVP. When the Bucks lock up home court throughout the playoffs and the number one seed over both conferences, I think that just speaks volumes. And um, I think that's going to also, with the team winning like that, is going to also get the uh, nail in the coffin for uh, Giannis to get the MVP. Could not agree with you more, Trell. Thanks for the call. Uh, we are going to uh, do a little bit of forward thinking. We are going to talk about that Nets game, and it's coming up tomorrow. And a couple of those other games Trell mentioned – Got the season finale at Pfizer Forum against the Oklahoma City Thunder. There is still plenty of time. The Bucks' magic number still sits at two against the Toronto Raptors for home court in the East. The Raptors off today, so this Bucks loss really doesn't do them much harm in any way in that regard. But the enemy at hand today, the Atlanta Hawks, we put an eye on them. I am the enemy sponsored by Coaches Pub and Grill. Justin Anderson, leading scorer for the Atlanta Hawks, 24 points. 9 of 16 and 12 rebounds. He had a double-double for those guys. John Collins, a double-double as well. 23 and 12 points and rebounds. And then Trey Young hit the buzzer beater at the end of the overtime period. He had 12 points and 16 assists. Um, and frankly, I just don't care about the Atlanta Hawks enough to care what any of these other guys did. Alex Lynn had 23 points. Really the tail of the tape, though. Uh, our first caller, Ron, mentioned that the zone defense left a lot of open shots. Really, when all was said and done, they were 52 of 118. The Bucks were 48 of 116. Everybody was open and willing to chuck it up all afternoon long in Atlanta. So, yeah, they were open. Yeah, they're not as talented. Whatever. You put it in your rearview mirror. It's a game you could have won. And for that aspect, kind of merging the eye on the enemy and the inside the box score here, at the end of the first quarter, the Bucks were up 43 to 26 with basically nobody 
uh, on the court. Brooke Lopez, the only regular starter in the rotation today. Giannis, Middleton, Bledsoe all out. So these guys kind of having to piece it together, and they came out white hot and ready to get after this. And I think more so than anything, I don't know if you agree with this, Mitch, you had a group of guys that were out there, some of them making their first NBA start, some of these guys getting their first opportunity at meaningful minutes on the NBA stage. They were excited. They came out of the gates hot. They're not used to having to pace themselves for 48 minutes as guys off the bench. And they kind of fizzled out over the course of 53 minutes. It's really... Yeah, that's that's a good point. It's not the end of the world, I guess, is what I'm saying. You nearly beat a team with none of your talent. Not none of your talent, but... These guys, These guys put out a commendable effort. Um, none more so than Bonzi Colson. I found what he did really surprising. Um, a 15.16 rebound double-double um, for Bonzi Colson. They came out hot. Yeah, you expected him to come back to earth a little bit. Then the Hawks outscored the Bucks 42-28 in the second quarter. And, of course, it came down to the final .1 second mark of the game for the Hawks to actually win this one. So as I put the eye on the enemy, I mean, yeah, you lost in the final score column, but there were a lot of good things from this Bucks basketball team as opposed to losses earlier in the year to the Suns when you were at full strength and lost to an abysmal team. The Suns, by the way, far worse than the Hawks, as are the Knicks, who the Bucks lost to, by the way, as well this season. I just can't get that upset over the fact that they lost this game when you consider the guys that were out. The guys who had to step up for the first time and play more minutes in one game than they've played in their NBA career, and they still nearly won the game. I know nearly doesn't count in the win-loss column when you're trying to lock up home court advantage, but at the end of the day, there's a bigger picture here. and You've got to rest some of these guys, namely Giannis, Middleton, and Bledsoe. Charge them up for some of these games that are going to matter against the 76ers. Get them ready for these games going into the postseason so that you can hopefully with Malcolm Brogdon, Tony Snell, and Nikola Mirotic out for not the foreseeable future, but at least for the next handful of games, getting guys charged up. You're getting guys that you need to fill in minutes throughout this final stretch of the regular season, getting them some run, getting them some experience. And that, at the end of the day, of course you would have loved to have won the game, but there is a bigger picture in terms of what Mike Budenholzer was trying to accomplish, in my opinion, when they took the court in Atlanta. We are going to talk about that. Coming up later, we'll hear from Coach Bud. We'll also talk to our insider, Matt Velasquez of JSOnline.com. But first, got to get the drive of the game. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Wrench and go drive of the game in a 136-135 Bucks overtime loss to the Hawks. The highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin Mayor Mitch. What do we have? Got to go with my man Sterling Brown, who had the what we thought the go-ahead victory or the go-ahead bucket for the victory. Wasn't meant to be today, but here it is. Sterling Brown. A little bit of a bobble. Bembry on him. Sterling Brown. Yes! With one point one. 27 points for Sterling Brown. The Bucks go back up by one, but there's time remaining. There you have it, the wrench and go drive of the game. The highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin, the bucket courtesy of Sterling Brown. We still got a lot to get to today, Mitch, don't we? Yeah, we do. But how about we take a break and we get a sports flash from you first? Sounds good. We'll be back on the fan. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. X Factor of the Game. Bucks fall to the Atlanta Hawks 136-135 in overtime. Your X Factor of the game. Drum roll, please, Mayor Mitch. Can we do we have a <laughs> free throw shooting? The Bucks, 22 of 23 from the charity stripe today. It's really the only thing that kept them in this game. As long as they were, the Hawks were 10 of 17. Shot just over 50% on the gimme shots. Free throw shooting. The X Factor as the Bucks fall in today's game. Anthony Mandela. Oh, 
We have a drum roll. Where did we get that? I did not know I, we had that. I found that. that. I found that. I love it. Anthony Mandela in for Steve Sparky Five for this afternoon. That was the mayor, Mitch Ross. Evan Heffelfinger. What did we call him before? What did you call him? Evander Holyfinger. <laughs> Evander Holyfinger uh, hanging out with us as well, helping us produce the show. We're going to hear from the men of the afternoon. This will never happen again after a Bucks game. We're Sterling Brown and Bonzi Colson. <laughs> are the heroes of the game that we will hear from coming up later today when we go inside the locker room. Coach Budenholzer has gone to the podium as well. We're going to hear from him coming up and our insider, Matt Velasquez. We're also going to give you your Chili's MVB for tomorrow to get some free food from Chili's. But uh, just a subtle reminder, as there is a baseball game going on at Miller Park right now, the Brewers trailing 4-1 to in Game 4 against the Cardinals. You're going to want to stay with the fan, our outstanding Baseball postgame show, the Bayview Shade and Blind baseball postgame show, but the franchise Tim Allen going to be on shortly after we leave the air. Is this the 14th season? I want to say it's the 14th season of postgame coverage on the fan. You are not going to want to miss that. But, of course, the task at hand is the Bucks falling to the Atlanta Hawks, 136-135. If you're just joining us now, or if you maybe kept an eye on Twitter or uh, intently watched the game, a lot of guys sitting out of this one. Not necessarily because they're hurt. Guys like Malcolm Brogdon, Tony Snell, Nikola Mirotic, definitely injured and out on the report. Other guys, more or less load management, as they call it. Giannis, Middleton, Bledsoe not playing today as well. There's a whole lot of stuff swirling around. Just eight of the guys on this Bucks roster actually saw the floor in this game. Let's go inside the injury report. Banged up on the Bucks. Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. McCormick Law Office Injury Report. A lot of these guys we already know about. Dante DiVincenzo out for the year, as is the case with that heel bursitis, officially deciding just to let it rest. For the remainder of the season, Malcolm Brogdon, of course, out as well. He's going to be joining us again, hopefully, in the beginning of the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. Nikola Mirotic probably got another week or two with the fracture in his left thumb before he can come back. Pau Gasol out today as well with an ankle. He's going to be roughly out a month with that. Pau Gasol, really, though, realistically, since the Bucks acquired him, more of like a Jason Terry coach with a jersey on kind of role with this Bucks team. Tony Snell out with the ankle today as well. That's according to our insider, Matt Velasquez, who we'll talk to coming up in the program. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he's been trying to play through it. He wants to play through it, but Bud's saying against this terrible Hawks team, nah, you're going to chill out. Giannis out of today's game with the ankle. He's day-to-day. Probably wouldn't expect him on the court tomorrow either, personally. But this next guy, I would. Chris Middleton, day-to-day as well, was ruled out of today's game. With left groin soreness, I expect Chris Middleton likely ready to go for tomorrow. We will check in with Matt Velasquez about that as well. Eric Bledsoe not playing today, not listed on the injury report. Just a coach's decision given your $70-plus million man some additional rest down the stretch against an opponent that you could have and nearly did beat in the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks, uh, not exactly good. They don't have 30 wins. They might not get 30 wins on the season. Uh, defense not necessarily at its best in this game. A lot of open shots, not converting, but that's partly because they're the Atlanta Hawks. There was one particular moment in this game, though, that stood out, and that's your defensive play of the game. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Anthony Mandela in this afternoon for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Got Mayor Mitch alongside. Mayor Mitch, what is our defensive play of the game? Brought to us by... Laborers International Union Local 113, courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. I got to give Tim Frazier some love. I've been hard on him. He played all 53 minutes today. 
I mean, that had to be like an audition type of game for him because he hasn't done a single thing for the Milwaukee Bucks in the six games leading up to today, but he had 20 points today, and here are two of those coming off a steal and score. At what cost? John Frazier. There it is, the scoop and slam from Tim Frazier, your defensive play of the game. Tim Frazier, as you mentioned, Mitch, 53 minutes. The dude played all 53 minutes of an overtime basketball game. Good for Tim Frazier, the double-double, 20 points, 15 assists, and uh, that steal, his only steal of the game in the Bucks' starting lineup. Making the most of it. Bucks again fall 136-135. Plenty of opportunities to win this game, even with a bunch of guys out. We're going to be talking about all that and more coming up with our insider, Matt Velasquez of JSOnline.com. That's straight ahead on the fan. Still to come, get you your Chili's MVB here from Coach Bud, Sterling Brown, Bonzi Colson. Not your normal trio of guys to hear from after a game. Pick and save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. That's what's coming into your ears right now. We'll be back on the fan. We know you can do that. Giannis Antetokounmpo. You're listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Kraft Pizzas. Bucks fall in overtime in Atlanta, 136-135 to the Hawks. The screaming play of the game. It's not Giannis. He didn't play. It's not Middleton. He didn't play. It's not Eric Bledsoe. He didn't play. I don't know who's left that we could get a screaming play of the game from, but courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin, it may be the first and only time this guy gives us our screaming play of the game. Yeah, it's Bonzi Colson. I know I was screaming when Trey Young hit that buzzer beater. That's I, not the I, kind of I really, scream. really, really wanted. That's not to, the kind of scream that we can talk about on the radio, Mitch. I really wanted to punch an immovable object when when that happened. Did, that he somehow you, got that you did tip punch in, so. an immovable object, and it moved. It, it was a chair, actually. It moved. I, it was on it was, wheels. It was very soft of me, but <laughs> I did it anyway. Bonzi Colson, kind of a funny moment in this game. The Bucks are cooking in the first quarter. He hits a step back three, and John Collins provides a little commentary in here as well. Actually, got stronger, played better the second part of the season. So that's a great sign. Bro, what? Bonzi Colson hits a three. The Bucks are nine of fifty. Let her fly, babe. Bro, what? This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Bro, what? True words never spoken. I think there are a lot of uh, eyes and ears locked on televisions and radios, respectively, across the Milwaukee area with the exact same response that John Collins had, that Bonzi Colson triple, bro, what? Anthony Mandela in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on the great Midwest Bank hotline. My favorite guy to talk to after a Bucks game, our insider Matt Velasquez of JS Online, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Follow him on Twitter at Matt underscore Velasquez. And why don't we just start with our bro, Bonzi Colson in the starting lineup today playing more minutes than he has in his NBA career, as far as I can tell, 15 points, 16 rebounds. Uh, did you have a chance, Matt, to catch up with Bonzi after the game? And if so, how excited was he to get some run in what is essentially, in my estimation, his true NBA debut? Yeah, no, I talked to Bonzi a little bit. I actually talked to him a couple days ago uh, just about the, the possibility of, of getting more opportunities uh, and how he looked forward to that. Obviously, playing in the NBA, that's his dream. That's every uh, basketball player's dream to, to get to this level. And, and he found out earlier today from Mike Budenholzer that, that he was going to get a lot of minutes. You know, he played all but 31 seconds of the first half and, you know, played a lot of minutes thereafter, too. Um, so, you know, he, he was playing with a little, little extra pep in his step, uh, obviously doing that, that uh, the little step back, you know, getting some offensive boards, uh, battling. Uh, you know, generally, you know, got got high praise from from Budenholzer after the game, and you know, it was it was well warranted. He played, you know, really well considering the situation where he's he's coming in and it's kind of a hodgepodge of Bucks players. 
and uh, and and he's getting that start, and it was just a, a really strong game from him. Absolutely, is a hodgepodge of players on the court today. Uh, some of the guys calling in, some reaction saying that this was the wrong time to rest guys, others saying this was the perfect time to rest guys. Either way, I can't really be too concerned about such a well-fought game against the Atlanta Hawks when it gave you the opportunity at the end of the day to rest Giannis and Chris Middleton. Both obviously day-to-day, you had the news earlier before the game. Um, In your estimation, Matt, which of those guys is more likely to play tomorrow against Brooklyn? Yeah, I I think they both got a pretty good chance. I I might say Chris um, has a better chance, but in general, if you're talking about resting players, the only one who legitimately rested was Eric Bledsoe. Uh, he he did not have anything wrong with him. That was a coaching decision. Uh, when it comes to Giannis, I mean, we all saw him, you know, re-injure that ankle on Thursday. Um, you know, he's still dealing with that nagging right ankle sprain. You know, he is injured. He's not 100%. He's not available to go. Um, that that's just the situation. I don't think it's a rest thing. Maybe it was the playoffs he play, but it's not the playoffs. And so, you know, why would you play him in a game where he's not 100% if you can help it, regardless of the opponent? Uh, Chris, I was watching him warm up. Uh, before the game, and you know, it seemed like something was wrong. He, he was talking to assistant coach Charles Lee, and then he kind of cut his session short. He said, he, you know, I talked to him a little bit after the game. He said he was feeling some, some tightness, some, something just didn't feel right in his left uh, kind of groin area. He, he tried to stretch it out. He went back to the locker room, and just no matter what he tried, he couldn't get it to feel the way that he normally feels. And so he, he got the coaching staff know, the medical staff know, and, and he was a no-go. And, and once that happened, that's when Bud said, well, of course, he's going to play. Like, yeah, I'm just going to keep blood out, too. Uh, and that, that's his choice. And So there, people are upset about resting. I think that's that's the one situation there. But uh, like you said, the rest of the guys who played, like, they really you know gave it their all. They, they gave it their best shot. Um, I don't think anyone can question that the effort in today's game. Uh, it, it came down to a single play and, you know, a, a player making a really good play in Trey Young. I agree with you. We're talking with Matt Velasquez, our insider here on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. You can find his work. The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, jsonline.com, and on Twitter, at Matt underscore Velasquez. One final thought, Matt, before I let you go here. Two guys really kind of stood out to me outside of Bonzi Colson, who we talked about earlier. Tim Frazier, who found himself on the floor for all 53 minutes of this game, and Sterling Brown, who dropped a game-high 27 points on the Atlanta Hawks. Neither guy necessarily a regular part of the rotation, but seeing a lot more play with these injuries piling up for the Bucks. Of those two guys, which do you think is more likely to see this role remain in terms of meaningful minutes and meaningful contributions once some of these guys start coming back from injury? You know, I think it would have to be Sterling Brown. Uh, he, he's shown that uh, in the past few games, you know, since Tony Snell's been out, he's been stepping up into the starting lineup and playing well. Uh, usually, you know, bringing it with his defense, but he also showed today that he can, he can you know, put the ball in the bucket pretty often. Uh, he was a little frustrated by... His inability to uh, to get that shot down at the end of regulation, you know, another mid range shot that that you know the Bucks needed there in overtime. But then he did step up, you know, late in the game with them down one uh, with the drive and, and a score to put them up one, heading into that last uh, that last play with the Trey Young putback or you know whatever you want to call it. Um, and so I think Sterling has proven that he can be and deserves to be a, uh, a rotation guy. You know, he's he's in that that kind of grouping with with Pat Connaughton where. Some days it's going to be his day, some days it's going to be Pat's day. You know, we'll see what Bud does in the playoffs, but you know, he, he acquitted himself well. Matt, thanks for the time, and good stuff as always. We will talk to you again tomorrow night after Bucks nets uh, All right, can't wait. Thank you. There he is, Matt Velasquez, our Milwaukee basketball insider. Find his work, jsonline.com, in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and on Twitter at Matt underscore Velasquez. He joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. That's right. Let's get you your Chili's MVB. Hey, Bucks fans. Let's get tonight's Chili's MVB. Be the first to know this standout player tomorrow morning at 835 during Chuck and Winkler to win free food from Chili's. Chili's is back, baby. Back. Tomorrow morning, Chuck and Winkler going to give you your chance to win some free food at Chili's. All you got to do is call them tomorrow morning, give them the player whose name I'm about to give you, and you win a gift certificate for that free food from 
Chili's. Yeah, it's pretty easy, really. Yeah, it really is. It could not be easier, and it's free. Who doesn't love free, right? couple of directions we could go in the way this game went today. I was thinking about Bonzi Colson. Give you a 15 points, 16 rebound, double-double. I was thinking about Tim Frazier. He played all 53 minutes. Just an Iron Man kind of out there trying to give you everything he could, run the floor, and nearly help the Bucks pull out the win in doing so. But it's really, really hard for me not to go with Sterling Brown. 27 points, 5 of 10 from three-point land, 9 rebounds, 3 steals, 3 assists, a couple of rebounds on the offensive end as well. He was just kind of involved in things and really carrying the load for this Bucks team. Sterling Brown, your Chili's MVB. Still going to hear from Coach Bud. We're going to hear from Sterling Brown himself when we go inside the locker room. All that still to come. You're listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show presented by Palermo's Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Anthony Mandela in this afternoon. Still a couple of things to get to before we say goodbye Mayor Mitch Ross, Evander Holyfinger is his name now? Yeah, sure. Helping produce the show as well. Just kind of popped in my weird head today, and he seemed to really enjoy it. And that's <laughs> what we're all about here. So, Well, we're very nice people here at The Fan. Sometimes. We're very nice people. Not when Trey Young hits a buzzer beater. Well, no, but that's, that's another matter entirely. The Atlanta Hawks do come out on top today, 136-135, the final. In overtime, as Mayor Mitch just mentioned, Trey Young hitting it at the buzzer, got that shot off with less than a tenth of a second to go in the overtime period. So the Bucks nearly had this one with seemingly everybody you've ever heard of out of the starting lineup. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, all sitting. And then also the laundry list of guys that are just straight up out, not day-to-day or resting, but just out for the foreseeable future. Still, head coach Mike Budenholzer, putting together a lineup that nearly won this game in Atlanta. Let's hear what Bud had to say. Really proud of the guys, how they competed today. Um, did a lot of things different, a lot of different combinations. Tough to lose, you know, on a tip-in at the buzzer. Um, I think just a ton of positives um, from the guys uh, today. And, um, you know, look forward to, uh, to continuing to get better and move forward. We talk a lot about Sterling's aggressiveness on defense. Just what did you think of his performance on offense tonight and how he handled the pressure late in the game? Yeah, I thought Sterling was great. You know, he got to, the ball was in his hands a lot. You know, obviously made a big basket there to put us up one. Um, you know, made a lot of other big baskets. So um, it was just a great opportunity for him to grow and improve. And, um, you know, a lot of positives from Sterling. What does it say about Tim Frazier that he can go a full 53 minutes today? Yeah, no, he's uh, he's one of those guys that... You know, Iron Man type guy. He's always in shape. Uh, can do everything. Um, you know, so just he was great. Talked to him before the game. I said you're gonna probably play every second, every minute. Um, you know, and he looked forward to that challenge. Regardless of win or lose, how important is a game like this for Sterling, DJ Wilson, just to kind of gain the playoff experience when it's tight like that? Yeah, no, those guys are gonna be in um, you know tough situations, and you know where there's. Um, game management, clock management, different things that are happening. So, um, you know, it's always good to get more experience. Yeah, when did it become clear that Chris wasn't going to be available today? <sighs> kind of, he came out to do his normal warm-up warm up routine, and he just felt, uh, you know, some something that wasn't right. And uh, just was, you know, I think between the medical team and Chris and myself, you know, it just became pretty obvious or apparent that, not playing today was going to be the right decision. Is that when you kind of decided, all right, with all the guys that you had out, just to use Bledsoe as the break glass in case of emergency guy? Yeah. No, I, Chris, you know, once once that kind of happened, then it was, you know, okay, we have a back-to-back. We want to be healthy going into the playoffs. I think we have seven guys injured at that point with Chris injured and um, probably weren't going to play a lot of guys in the back-to-back. So maybe just, uh, you know, save Bled for tomorrow, and we'll see who else is available tomorrow. Coach, talk about Trey Young, obviously him hitting the game winner, but just what you've seen this season thus far, I don't know how much you've watched him, but just his progression in his rookie year and just what type of player he is in your eyes. 
Uh, yeah, no doubt Trey's having a great rookie year. I, I don't really watch very much of the other teams, um, regardless of who it is. Um, you know, he, you know, big shot to, to kind of put a, put the end to the game, but I thought our guys did a nice job on him overall tonight and made it kind of difficult for him, um, out of the zone look and, um, but certainly a good young player that, uh, you know, the league's in good hands with young players like that. In your mind, with all those positives you talked about, does that one giant negative take precedence in a game like this now? No. Was the zone a function of trying to get the guys a chance to maybe rest a little bit more on defense? Yeah, no, I think, you know, even though I, I, I thought the guys worked really hard, uh, the two, three zones a way to kind of conserve some. You know, we thought Bonzi might play the whole game, you know, and he, he played close to it. And, um, you know, between Bonzi and Tim, they were going to play heavy, heavy minutes and thought the zone could maybe conserve uh, their energy and really just the whole group's energy. We're heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports. Specializing in the delivery, installation, removal, and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com. You just heard head coach Mike Budenholzer talking about putting together his game plan for this afternoon's contest and trying to get some of these guys that aren't used to playing a lot of minutes an opportunity to play meaningful and competitive minutes on the basketball court. One of those guys impacted by that strategy, Bonzi Colson. 41 minutes for a guy who's played, what, maybe 20 minutes in his NBA career? 15 points, 16 rebounds for Bonzi Colson. He talked to the fine folks at Fox Sports Wisconsin after the game. Yeah, I mean, it felt good. Um, you know, this is what you dream of as a young kid. And just felt good uh, being out there and just just playing. You know, you just got to wait for your opportunity and just play hard and uh, play hard on both sides of the floor. And that's what I tried to do, bring that energy as well. Just these guys available today. Do you guys kind of feel like a sense of camaraderie? Yeah, I think the, t- the togetherness has always been there since, I, you know, since I've been here. And I thought we stayed together through it all. We believed. And I think... That's one thing that's special within this group. We always believe, but we played together, and um, you know it was a good, it was a good game. Yeah, of course. I think you know you learn that every possession is important. Um, you know, obviously you can't take no plays off, but I think we showed a lot of heart tonight. We played with a lot of uh, passion and a lot of energy. I think that's important coming every game, especially with uh, eight guys. Combined for 115 three-point attacks, like that's an NBA record. Yeah, I mean, coach was telling us to shoot it. You know, no matter if it's, um, you know, if you're making a miss, and just continue to shoot the ball. And um, you know, that's what we did today. You know, we're a great shooting team, and we just got them up. There he is, Bonzi Colson on Fox Sports Wisconsin. We also had a chance to catch up after the game with Sterling Brown. Sterling Brown, your leading scorer, 27 points, 10 of 22 from the field, five of 10. From three-point land in 33 minutes for Sterling Brown, who just seemingly keeps taking advantage of every opportunity they give him in the starting lineup with Tony Snell and Malcolm Brogdon down, is what Sterling Brown had to say after the 136-135 Bucks loss. So great, um, you know, had a chance at the end of uh, regulation, at the end of the fourth quarter, to seal the game. Missed it, came back to me. Um, missed it again, came back to me and finished, and just had to finish off the play rebounder. I take credit for that. Um, you know, just got to get in and box out, but it felt good, um, you know, for him to come to me. For a lot of these guys, they got a lot of minutes that don't normally, when you get closer to the playoffs, how big of a game could this be for them just from a learning experience? Oh, it's big. Um, you know, they, you know, get confidence uh, on both ends, defense and offense, and they get, you know, game reps, game experiences. Uh, it's nothing like it, nothing actually like playing in a real game. What do you think it says about Tim Frazier to play all 53 minutes today? Man, he's, man, it speaks a lot. You know, he stayed ready, uh, you know, stayed encouraged, um, you know, stayed confident in his game, and he came out, uh, came out and performed well. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. A little bit of forward thinking. This one in the books. The Hawks beat the Bucks 136-135 in overtime tomorrow night. It's the Milwaukee Bucks on the road in Brooklyn. It's a 6-30 tip against the Nets. The Nets off today. They played the Celtics yesterday and walked away with a 110 
96 victory over the guys in green. The Nets in that game paced by D'Angelo Russell, the all-star. He had 29 points for those Brooklyn Nets. Got to say, from when we talked to Matt Velasquez, seems likely that Chris Middleton and or Giannis Antetokounmpo could be back for tomorrow. Eric Bledsoe, seeing as he's not hurt, probably going to play tomorrow. I don't see myself any way that the Bucks walk out of there with anything but a win and a chance to reduce that magic number, Eastern Conference home court advantage, down to one. Trying to see who Toronto plays on Monday. I just looked before they play the Orlando Magic. The streaking Orlando Magic up in Toronto. So we'll see. We'll see who uh, Magic just won there like a month ago. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. And the Magic fighting for their playoff lives, so to speak. They're one of those teams near the bottom. It's a really tight race in the bottom of the Eastern Conference once you get past Indiana. Really? There's a lot of teams right now with something to play for in the East. For Evan, Mark, Heffelfinger, slash Evander Holyfinger. Careful now. Slash... The chairman of the DJ Wilson fan club for the mayor, Mitch Ross. I'm Anthony Mandela in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. We will not be on the air tomorrow night, but we will be talking to you. Myself, Anthony, and Steve Sparky Pfeiffer are going to be on Facebook Live after Bucks Net. So if you can't get your way to a radio dial, pull up that Facebook app. We will still be breaking down the game. Hopefully, a Bucks win. That's coming up tomorrow night. Facebook Live. Bucks coverage. Toodles. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.